it's time. Steph and Marina back at it again with the Disney chats. What's yeah, up? that's right, bitches. I'm back. <laughs> um, I missed you so much. Did you? I did. You replaced me so easily. <laughs> uh, it's it has been fun to expand. It's and see other time. people. Is that? And, I've you, heard that before in my life. You know me. I can't commit to just one co-host. I gotta play the field. I'm I'm young. I'm beautiful. Can we get some protection on this mic? I, I need to. <laughs> That's such a good joke. <laughs> well done. Um, yeah, we're we're here again. Uh, just two OGs back at it, but in a new setting. Actually, where it all began. We're, yeah, we're back on the couch. Guys, guys. Rest, in, rest in couch power. It's Disney's time is mobile. I got a new mic and I downloaded Audacity onto a laptop. And now <laughs> Marina doesn't have to travel so goddamn far to see me. I can come to her. And uh, we're sitting on the couch where I originally came over. And propositioned me. And propositioned you. Like you have so many others before <laughs> and after. Apparently. And will continue to. <laughs> Uh, I got a, this is where I got my first taste of It's Disney's Time co-hosting. Um, this is where I came to, to sit on Marina's couch and we can talk about what, what this was going to be. And here we are, uh, two months after it has gone live, but many months after we had that first conversation. So, so we're doing it. It's happening. Are you enjoying it? Are you having a good time? Yeah. I like being at home. (laughs) (laughs) No, not... This particular, I mean, like the, the podcast. Itself. We have some smart food, some podcasts. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice summer's day. Like I'm having. A I good did life. my I did my civic duty. I feel like this is <laughs> uh, this pretty pretty good. Well, you know, you know what? Um, because I can see the stats from where I uploaded on SoundCloud, uh, and then of course it goes off into iTunes World and Stitcher yeah. and all those other podcast um, apps. And we are getting crazy hits, not just in Canada and the US, but we've gotten some from Israel, which I think is probably you, because do you have friends or family in Israel that are listening? No. Oh, no. <laughs> I just thought because you're from it's, there, maybe. It's just like, it's just my Jew- Jewess power. It just reaches <laughs> out all the way back to the home country. <laughs> well, there's a little, there's a little tidbit you might not have known. And then Australia. Yeah. People are listening. Thailand? Uh, Thailand. Thailand? Thailand. Yeah, Thailand. Yeah. Uh, we got some from Vietnam. We got Kapunka, some. Thailand. Kapunka. <laughs> I don't know how to say thank you. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got a couple of hits from uh, the UK, obviously, like those areas. Germany. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's cool it's cool to see like where people are international (laughs) we're just an international celebs now uh but it is interesting to to see that it is it has it's having a global reach as all podcasts do so today what are we talking about (laughs) remakes live action remakes remakes (laughs) i'm so sorry i've been i've been out of the game for too long yeah i know it's been started Well, so last week, we, me and Kim talked about sequels, and I think a lot of what makes remakes so desirable to studios and to people probably have the same idea. Like, people are familiar with the story. You probably have to work less hard because the, the story is actually there, and yeah. all they don't have to reinvent it. They just have to make it They just cast better. white characters, uh, <laughs> white actors to... to, to... <laughs> Enhance the story with white people. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. Um, yeah, I don't know. It makes a lot of sense to me, like, financially, why they would want to always do remakes. Like, Disney's favorite thing in the world right now is, is creating live-action remakes out of cartoons. 
Yeah, they and did it. They did it with Cinderella. They did it. Well, I mean, like they've been they've been doing it for a really long time. They just did it on a much more sporadic basis. But now, um, no idea is original, right? So they're just doing it with everything. Beauty and the Beast, then Lion King, the live action Lion King is coming out. Aladdin, oh, there's a whole, Mulan. There's a whole list. They're of... just redo. They can't re. They can't recapture like. The, the renaissance time so they're just remaking it yeah it's i like it because i do go and see them but at the same time it comes and goes with how i feel about remakes i think if they're done really well and they're done in a way that they make it better almost or this is why you did it live action is because you wanted to do it with this person or you needed this character in it or you wanted to have an extra scene that just like pulls it all together like i think i talked before about how when they did lion king broadway and yeah. they really expanded the character in, in the play and they gave a lot more backstory and a lot more motivations to certain characters yeah. that they couldn't in the movie so I think if they continue that on uh, when they do the remake of The Lion King I, I'll be happy with that yeah would you be happy if it was similar to the, like if it had the same storylines as the musical yeah for sure I mean because it does follow the same storyline as the as the movie it just yeah. adds more Okay. And it gives you more interesting tidbits into different characters and situations that you probably wouldn't have gotten in the cartoon. Yeah. So I'm all for that. Like, that's great. But if we want to just dive into remakes we don't like, like Beauty and the Beast, I didn't like it. Trash. It was just, I Trash. mean, you did exactly what the cartoon did. Yeah. You, like, they added a couple songs that... Evermore? Yeah. I liked Evermore. <laughs> They, they gave they gave the beast to so like I understand where where it was coming from. They they tried to ground Belle because everyone's made this joke about her being a, a stock, like having Stockholm syndrome, right? Yes. So they tried to they tried to ground her a little bit more. I feel like they I remember them doing the rose storyline mm-hmm. in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Where her, her father picked the picked the rose. I I don't from remember. the rose from the rose garden, right? Yeah. Because that is that's part of the original story. That's yeah, part of the, like fairy, the fairy tale. tale yeah. yeah, which which wasn't in the 90s cartoon and like I like parts of it but and like once again I feel like Disney keeps doing this in Beauty and the Beast as much as as creepy as the beast like the animated beast was and like it wasn't great he was still somehow cuter than Dan Stevens (laughs) as the prince in the human form (laughs) the thing is is that bestiality continues (laughs) in Disney when are we gonna do our furry episode um yeah, I mean the the beast. I kind of like the idea that they, we never do the favorite furry episode. We we'll just, just keep, keep talking, talking, about, talking about, it, about it, and keep mentioning it, never do it. Uh, just give them a taste, but never actually let them drink the whole thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, like the the beast in the cartoon. I actually thought he looked really cool. Like he's kind of like a mixture of like a bear and a wildebeest and like a lion. Like he's got like a lot of cool. Yeah, things. there's because like they, that's what they based on. I think they based it on in in the cartoon in cartoon itself. They're like, but he needs to have like it's also like dog elements. Yeah, to him, right? and like I mean. Even when you start playing around with those kind of CGI graphics, like they need to have a lot more facial expression. Like it's not the same. Yeah. I didn't I didn't care so much about the beast. And yeah, when he turned into human, once again I was like, boo. Like I don't I don't think you're hot. There's I, something about that foot animation. They really focus in on the foot when like the light shoots out of his toes. Yeah, and like they, it turns they had into to beast. keep that in. Yeah. It the, was weird. They did the foot thing. And yeah. I'm just like, ugh. Uh, well, that's right. the thing. It's like, so they remade Beauty and the Beast. And in my opinion, it looks exactly the same as the cartoon. They added like, you know, obviously extra scenes and extra songs. But 
like I didn't get anything more out of the movie that I wouldn't have gotten out of the cartoon. And ultimately I don't like that they casted Emma Watson as Belle. I don't think she makes a good Belle. I think that they casted her obviously because she's intellectual and like she appeals to that generation from the Harry Potter movies. Like not that she didn't do a good job. Also why is everyone in France with a British accent? Disney. (laughs) Disney once again. (laughs) Why is everyone in France with a British fucking accent because people relate to british people more than french people <laughs> my life <laughs> it's true it's true those are just little details and like and then like the visit of her mother yeah, and I like don't oh care. god I don't, don't like she died of what's like uh the plague i think yeah and, like, they I don't d- dig deeper into her relationship with her father like about him being a like a like a like crazy tinker inventor like that yeah. is interesting <laughs> dive into it you don't need to like also like bring her mother into oh yeah and like I don't know like I think what do they do they get transported to like that scene in her childhood through the mirror or something the mirror also sends them places wouldn't it be great if we actually watched the movies we (laughs) talked about That's what I mean. I saw it once and I was disappointed. So yeah. why would I ever watch it again? No. Uh, I just don't think Emma Watson is a... Like, number one, they had her singing. And she's not a singer. Something sweet and almost kind. But he was mean and he was coarse and unrefined. And now he's dear and so unsure. I wonder why I didn't see it there before. So you can't even sing. So why even yeah. cast you? There, You couldn't have casted, like, a really charming up-and-coming French girl yeah you had to cast even Emma like, Watson. They, they did that as much as I don't like Cinderella either like they at least did they did that with Lily James yeah right? like, and she's she fine. wasn't she isn't a big name but yeah. they, she was, she's more of like an up-and-comer and she was she was fu- she was fine she was charming she had yeah. you know everyone talked about how her waist was teeny teeny tiny and yeah. like her Cinderella dress like Cool. Well, whatever. She's thin. Sorry. Yeah, like, no, no, no. Apparently, there was like a there was a corset and like oh, like air restriction and all that thinner? stuff. Oh. And I'm just like, yeah, cool. So let's get into Cinderella and why that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to? I don't remember that one very much either. <laughs> Once again, I think that was pretty much by the book. Well, first and foremost, they made the mistake of trying to make a live-action Cinderella when uh, Ever After exists. Right? Which is the perfect live-action Cinderella movie. Yeah, there's no need to try and do it again because they did it in the 90s or whenever that movie came out, and it wasn't fantastic. It's 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 one of my favorites. Like, and Drew Barrymore, yeah. who I'm not a fan of, yeah. uh, love her in that movie. Yeah. She pulled it off. She also can't do accents, but like we don't oh, care. God. God, the accent on that one. We don't one. care. She's a she was a great heroine of that story. Yeah, because they didn't just cast like a like a an ingenue of some sort, you know. No. Like, they cast Drew Barrymore in, into like an impoverished girl. She's you know she's tomboy. a tomboy, and you fall in love with her. It's you believable. fall in love with her as the prince falls in love with her, yeah. and he's he's British and, and beautiful and, and, and you know mind you, they, they were follow. They were taking you know traditional ideas of that story and placing them into more realistic territory. Yeah. Whereas the remake of Cinderella that came out in 2014 or 2015 or whenever that was, uh, they were very much following the book, like the story, the movie. Yeah. It was Helen Bottom Carter that was the fairy godmother. Yeah. Oh, she can't sing creepy either. Creepy and she can't sing. Uh, Kate Blanchett as the stepmother. Oh, That's great. a great choice. Great, great choice. choice. Did a she very did a, good job. She did, a, did she, did she? She did a good job. It was forgettable, I think. She wasn't as... Because we've talked about Lady Tremaine before. And she's, yeah. she's like, truly nefarious. Yeah. And Kate Blanchett did. She played it like a cartoon villain. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? I don't... 
th- that doesn't bother me. The yeah. point is that I think that whole movie's kind of blah. And the same with uh with with Beauty and the Beast, and it's yeah. because you didn't actually take anything that I would want to be like, wow, that was worth seeing. Yeah. I would probably pick the cartoons over watching those movies again. Okay, so do you want to talk about like what our choices were? Like, no, I think what we're doing. We hated all of them. <laughs> no, I didn't. The p- point of um, this episode: no remakes ever. Well, the thing is, is that uh, I think just talking about this, it goes to show that like, like what if someone's listening to this, they're probably thinking, "What do you guys want? Do you want a remake of the same story but like done differently, or do you want the same story done well?" or done you know enhanced in some way yeah and i think it just really depends on the movie so i'll go first so i chose um 101 dalmatians uh that came out in 1996 and features glenn close oh as Corella deville hands down she's fantastic she's fantastic and I mean, no one is expecting much from a movie about 101 Dalmatians. I mean, let's think about what what would work with this movie. Like, if you take the cartoon, the the movie that came out in the 60s, which I think was adorable. Oh, I right! Really, I really it's love a great movie. It's it, there's nothing wrong with to it. To this day, one of my favorite animations, like background animation styles in yeah. in Disney cartoons. It's just it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And just it's got great like, music. Yeah. Um, it's just very charming. Yeah, so. just yeah. So, so already I liked the original. So when they went to do a remake, I'm just trying to think about what would the people who were coming at that script be thinking? And like, why would Disney be like, we got to do this as a live action? And I think it's because number one, puppies. Who doesn't want to see puppies? It was the, it was the era of Airbud. It ends like Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound. Uh, John Hughes wrote that script. Did you Did know that? No, fun fact. Yep, he was like. I actually don't remember the movie, so I'm gonna ask you to to recount it for me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fall. It this that's what I like about it is that it so it took the cartoon and it expanded it because there's there's not much to do with the humans in that movie. Yeah. So what an interesting choice they made was to twist it, and the dogs do not speak. And it's all, like, the humans are a main focus. And I really think it's just a showcase of Glenn Close. And they're just like, you know what? You do your thing. And she 100% embraced Cruella DeVille's craziness and her, like, the way that she's a psycho. And just had fun with it. She wants a dog coat. Yeah, like... It, she, she went crazy she's with a psycho. it. a <laughs> um, And she really, really... It's like, it's like almost like gleeful watching her do it. Yeah. Because, like, she just lets go. And she's just full-on, like, ham. Like, she just she's crazy in that film yeah. so basically i mean they, there's a reason why she's on the cover of the of the, of the like that's why the she, she came back for the number two as well she had so much fun she's having fun and we have fun watching her be, be that evil yeah so the plot is basically the same like there's a single guy named roger he's got a dalmatian named pongo such a hottie yeah there <laughs> roger and, and pongo yeah, <laughs> Both which <of> one <laughs> with um, me you never know <laughs> roger isn't a musician he's a video game developer so they're just appealing to the millennials of Boo. the late 90s. <laughs> um, he, he develops video games. So he meets Anita and Perdita in the park. Same thing. They're in London. So that's all the same. Anita is a fashion designer. Like she she works for Corel DeVille, who is the mogul. Is that what they're called? Like the yeah. the head of the fashion industry. Yeah. She's like what Meryl Streep's character she's the win- was. She's the winter. <laughs> she's what, the, yeah, Meryl Streep's character was in Devil Wears Prada. Uh, 
she sees Anita's drawings and her, she was inspired by her dog and doing spots. So that's where she first gets the idea that like, I really want this spotted jacket. So Anita meets Roger. They get married. Uh, the dogs get married too. It's very cute. They have 15 puppies. And then uh, the same night that the puppies are born, uh, Corella Deville shows up just like in the cartoon. And she's like, I'll take them all. And then she sees them. And then she's like, Oh, they're horrid. Like they're little white rats because they don't have any spots. Yeah. And then she's like, well, Cruella, like, they'll get their spots later. And she's like, great, throw them into a bag. I'll take them now. <laughs> <laughs> and like Cruella de Vil is like already like so hilarious. Um, in the cartoon, I remember her. I just, I crack up whenever she says anything because she's such a sass queen. And yeah. And like, she, like the facial expressions they draw on her. Like obviously this is a visual medium. So yeah. But you, you can't. But you, you know, because she's, she's just such a bitch. <laughs> and and she, I love that about her. And even when um, she's having a meeting with Anita before before the puppies happen, like she was talking to Anita about her career. She's like, you have promise. Like you you really have an eye for this kind of stuff. And Anita's like, yes, yes, I know. But like eventually I'm going to want to get married and then leave my job and have kids. And, and Corella's like, my God, why? <laughs> and like, I get that. It's like, you're, you're so good at your job. Your boss is telling you you're doing a great job. And you're just like, maybe I'll quit though. Uh, Low-key feminist icon, Corella DeVille. <laughs> a little bit a little bit and like she just wants a really nice coat to wear made of dogs <laughs> made of Sense. puppies and one of these days my competitors are going to suss out who you are and they're going to try to steal you away oh no if i left it wouldn't be for another job oh really what would it be for well i don't know um if i met someone if working here didn't fit in with our plans marriage perhaps War good women have been lost to marriage into war, famine, disease, and disaster. You have talent, darling. Don't squander it. <laughs> well, I don't think that it's something we have to worry about. I don't have any prospects. Thank God. So I get that of her. So, like, they really, they enhance that character a little bit more. Um, she's just as crazy. She's just as, like, off the, what would you say? How do you say? Off the chain. Off the chain. Off the hook. <laughs> she, like, Glenn Close goes for it. And it really pays off. She's what you remember in this movie. Like, I, that's why I had to explain the plot to you, even though it's, like, pretty same. Yeah. So, she's, she gets her Taurus and Jasper, um, a house from the show House, and Ron Weasley's father from Harry Potter. Because every time that I think of Horace and Jasper, I always think of them as the the, the burglars from Home Alone. Yeah! Right? That's, well, that's John Hughes, <laughs> yeah. right? That's John Hughes, because yeah. he did Home Alone, and he did this, so I think it's a very similar theme. Yeah. Uh, just two bumbling idiots, and the animals or the children get the better of him, because that's where juvenile humor comes from. Of course. So, in the end, the dogs come, save the day. Uh, they're helped by critters like raccoons and mice and, <gasps> and another dog, like a sheepdog and a horse. Trash so, pandas represent forever. <laughs> yeah. So, they don't have a crazy car chase at the end. Uh, Corella, um ends up in the barn trying to, like, get them. And uh, <laughs> she has a really What's hilarious... What's a horrific way does she die? <laughs> she doesn't die. She, um, like, they, like, you know, like, throw her in, like, manure or something. She gets... She somehow ends up in... Um, tar or something like something really sticky like some sort of farm product that they were making there um i remember watching with my with my nanny when i was young my grandmother and she was like 
I can't believe Glenn Close let them do that to her. Because they like threw her in this like batch of sticky goo or something. What do you mean? That what's what's that movie where she where she's with Michael Douglas and she like boils a rabbit when she's, oh, she's a jealous know. she's a jealous girl for like because like I'm assuming that's where they're like Glenn Close would be perfect yeah, for this. She's like insane. she boiled a rabbit alive. Yeah, yeah, she can she can skin puppies, no problem. <laughs> but like during that scene, she has such a funny monologue. Um, like <laughs> she's like, "You've won the war, or you've won the battle, but I've won the war." And she has like this huge thing um i don't know like i just i really like this movie i i don't know if there's a call for it and but i'm glad they made it was it. not called for <laughs> well no like sometimes it's just like we need to see this in real life i just think that like when the fact that they made it into a real life movie it was enjoyable maybe a little forgettable but glenn close's performance definitely wasn't what else did i i had like a whole list of like good things about this movie yeah the screenplay was good basically um i like that the dogs don't talk i like that they're just animals yeah um i don't think they needed to be talk- i always think it's kind of weird when they have animals talk like in uh, like, homeward bound is a masterpiece how dare you but they don't move their mouths sometimes <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. they take computers and they yeah. air buddies <laughs> yeah or um even like there's um i'm trying to think of a movie it starred like a beagle and alec baldwin was in it do you know what i'm talking about oh yeah and they made their cats and dogs cats and dogs. yeah and they would make yeah. their mouths move and that really bothered oh, that's me creepy. there's one really funny um scene so after she's arrested and so is her horse and jasper and so is the um taxi that was gonna skin the dogs or whatever and they're all in the police car and she's like bitching at them for fucking it up and she's like you've all won gold silver and bronze and the moron olympics and then it's quiet and then the one guy's like who won the gold (laughs) so like i don't know i'm all i'm here i'm here for it for those lols so i just wanted to to call back i wouldn't i'm not gonna say this is the best remake that disney ever did i just really wanted to say that i enjoyed it and there's an example of and people need to revisit yeah of a live action remake that was actually quite good and, and cute and elevated and continued so they had a sequel to it, 102 Dalmatians. And how did that go? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I remember it had a cute guy in it. I think he might have been from like Coyote Ugly or something. I knew him from something else. I do remember the. Okay, we're, we're getting off topic, but yes, I, remember, I remember the Coyote So who Ugly did? Guy. what did you pick for your favorite remake? Uh, surprise, surprise. The Jungle Book. Yes. It's by, it's by yes. far it's by far the best. It, it is. is. It's it's the best. Uh, I didn't expect it to be. That's no. I think that that's what gets you the most. When you come into a movie thinking like this could be good. Like it has a potential of being good. Like yeah. it has Jan- John Favreau directing. It has, mm-hmm. you know, it has Bill CGI. Murray as, as, Bal- as Baloo. The CGI looks incredible. Yeah. You know. The uh, casting, the voice casting across the board was great. Uh, Idris movie. Elba as Shere Khan, Scarlett Johansson as Ka. as Ka, which was which came out of which was was kind of came out of nowhere because Ka in the cartoon is, is a, a male snake. But I love when they do that. Just like in the Lion King Broadway, they made Rafiki yeah. a woman. Oh. So like I love yeah. when they do that because it's just this is an interesting way to take the character, yeah. and as a woman, it's so much more seductive. Like it's all her eyes, right? Cause yeah. eyes and and her voice and very her voice. Much so, yeah. so like it makes sense. Um, yeah, Ben Kingsley as Bagheera, like perfectly, yes. a great wise person that you should follow. You know, very <laughs> the great wise Ben Ben K- Kingsley, who, yeah. who played uh, what was it uh, Bagheera? He played yes, yeah. <laughs> and then Lupita Nyong'o was also in there. She played um, Mowgli's wolf mother. Yeah, that was Lupita. Yeah, so like. I, and they actually enhanced that role as well because like, there did. wasn't that much wolf um, action yeah. in the cartoon. So what 
as we were talking about earlier, like what they did here, just like the Lion King musical, they expanded parts of the story that needed to be more expand, like needed more expanding. Disney has a lot of different movies where they just have like a big mean jungle cat that's just a villain for the sake of being a villain. You know, mm-hmm. they had that with in Tarzan. Mm-hmm. They had it in the Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. They had it to a certain degree, the Lion King. <laughs> well, of course, <laughs> it's just like it's just they have just like big cat villains that are just villainous <laughs> for the sake of being villainous and then they they gave shere khan you know they have they give him the fire the the background of the of being afraid of fire and and humans because he was hurt by it Mm -hmm. to begin with Mm -hmm. and being afraid of humanity to begin with and like trying to cast out the man cub and he he had reasons he had had receipts (laughs) like taking those receipts taking down names it's it's true i mean if i don't know i don't really i mean i watched it in my disney journey but uh the shere khan from the cartoon he just straight up just didn't like humans and he just wanted to eat them yeah i think he just like he really wanted to eat Mowgli. (laughs) but you're right like in the in this remake in the live action like idris elba really brought out like his just disdain for for Mm -hmm. what humans are he can't even get over the fact that there's a boy that was raised by wolves in the jungle he had to come from wherever he was to put an end to it and that's like deep (laughs) those are deep-seated like it was yeah when he when he gathered that council of animals and like all of the animals of the jungle started to like Mowgli's friends started to turn on him Mm -hmm. one like one by one and he's just like <laughs> and they gave and Mowgli himself got had has more of like a de- developmental story of yeah he had a lot of like a lot of agency he had a great character arc like I saw him learn in mm-hmm. in this movie and and they casted such a cute little boy like he wasn't acting with anybody he no if you see the, if you see the behind the scenes it's it's literally they're just like moving things like yeah it's people in like weird suits and they're moving things around him because everything around everything is CGI and yeah and it's so good it looks amazing and that whole scene where um he's running from Shere Khan Shere Khan like actually catches up to him a couple times yeah which which is really good because it really adds that suspense that like that danger element Mm -hmm. um that this guy is like on to you um and when he runs into the stampede and like gets away by riding one of the animals yeah I'm like that's so that looked so good that was really intense that scene there's like there's obviously just like anything else it is CGI and there's parts of it where I'm like that's a little lame but, <laughs> yeah. but even like how they brought brought the music back in where it wasn't uh where it was you know uh, the bare necessities it was just mm-hmm. like a little tune that it was almost like a Baloo would, would sing just just well, like cause a, it's, it's not a musical yeah. the remake it's it's almost like an homage to the original cartoon but they really really took what the original cartoon did and made it better in my opinion like i i'm glad that i saw it yeah because like i remember i liked the original cartoon when i was when i was younger just because it's a it's a disney animal yeah. movie like yeah you know. but you're right like when they add little sprinkles of the songs and like i I want to be like you is one of like my top three favorite Disney songs. So I'm so glad they included it, even though Christopher Walken yeah. kind of ooh, ooh, spoke. Ooh. <laughs> I want to be like you. I want to be like you. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, he kind and of now spoken. we just dive into our Christopher Walken impressions, which, which are, are not good, <laughs> which I didn't practice. Uh, but no, like, I really love that they sprinkled those songs into there and just kind of, like, a throwback to what it was. Yeah, and as... The store didn't call for it, but it's not bad having it, you know? You know, and speaking of, like, speaking of King Louis and when, when the structure start to, starts to fall around mm-hmm. and you have those orangutans and chimpanzees, and, like, because, you know, in, 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 like, a drawn monkey is one thing, but, like, chimpanzees are 
terrifying unmasked, mm-hmm. right? They're like so they're terrifying. Well, in movies, they're actually there's never like a fully grown chimpanzee because they get so hyper violent oh, really? after they hit puberty. So oh. we only ever see like but he's an adolescent, orangutan, right? Well, he uh, yeah. King Louis is an orangutan. Yeah, oh, but and none, none of them are real monkeys. <laughs> Would you do you believe uh, in the CGI movie? None but of them he's are not monkeys? even an orangutan in this movie. He's a gar. He's a he's a bigger form of one. Yeah, right. Yeah, one, like an extinct one. Now, yeah, almost. And it's not even like I want to be like you. They, it, they make it about the fire no right they, they because uh they don't want to be in the in the cartoon they want to be people mm-hmm. which has its own like very problematic subtext mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the fact that they i want to be like you but i, I want to have your power i want yeah. to have your fire power yeah that's what it so they it change it changes the entire subtext of not subtext it's the context of what king louis is saying mm-hmm. he wants to rule the jungle yeah and he can if he has he has fire man's fire yeah man's red flower he calls give me it. the yeah. secret man cub come on tell me what to do give me the power of man's red flower so i can be like you oh oh we do i want to be like you i want to walk like you talk like you too You'll see it's true. Someone like me can learn to be like someone like you. Uh, The ending of that movie is so much better than the cartoon ending. When he just chooses to go back to the people and like, oh my god, I'm in love now. Yeah, and it's like, okay, like, fuck you, you didn't even say goodbye. Yeah. Uh, but in this movie, it's so much more satisfying that he chooses to stay in the jungle that he fought for. And I love that ending scene of him, like, lying in a tree, like, just, like, hanging out with Baloo and Bagheera. Because that's honestly how I see it going. Yeah, if you're, if you're a little, if you're a little kid, like, he's, you know, he hasn't hit puber- his puberties yet. No, he's, like, seven or he something. Does, yeah, he doesn't understand that there's there's, there's copulation to be had on the other side of the <laughs> you know his family his family are the, are these jungle animals yeah so why would he just abandon his family yeah. like that's something i didn't like when i was a kid i didn't like that he was just like you know that girl was like i am going to the water and like oh. sure she's beautiful and super cute but like i don't believe he's he like be i'm like, thirsty <laughs> are you under the water because i'm thirsty I'm thirsty today. <laughs> uh the fact that he stayed in the jungle as he should. Like, I don't think he would, at this point, like, if my anthropology class taught me anything, it's that he would not be able to be a human after that because he doesn't have any of the right nurturing, like, yeah, growing yeah. mentality to deal with human language and human posturing, any of that. That's all ingrained people. <laughs> yeah, pe- people don't... Because there's, there's been cases where um, they found, like, really sad cases where they found kids who were tortured and were were locked up and weren't properly uh, socialized at a, a critical points in, in their in their childhood where they weren't taught language Jesus and so and they were na- because they were past the point of learning it even your their brain being adjusting to it mm-hmm. they were never able to learn language to ever again okay. so this is there's like there's a there's such an important vital part in like our cognitive de- development as humans mm-hmm. to to develop the language centers of our brain mm-hmm. and if we're pat we, we don't in a pivotal in those pivotal points that we never will interesting yeah that's little cool. asides little, little fun fun little, asides little facts <laughs> out here so that's why it's just way more satisfying that he stayed in the jungle and was just like an animal bare necessities the simple bare necessities and just like him being like a him being a little inventor with with Baloo trying to take adv- like the story how him and Baloo take like you know they get, get that, together they get that they get beehive. The, hun- the beehive yeah it, it's 
so cute. It's so cute. So cute. And like, yeah, he didn't just like meet the bear and the bear sings and then they're friends. Like yeah. they actually help each other out a little bit. Yeah. Um, like every everything has, you know, it has a purpose. Yeah. Every single character has a purpose for it. It's not just like, you know, in the cartoon, it's very much met this, check this off. Like it's, it's yeah. like this is, you know, everything here flows into each other and has like a reason for being there. Yeah. And, and the like once again, going back to the voice actors that came in to do the movie, I mean, Bill Murray oh. as Baloo was so good. Like it's such a good choice because Bill Murray, like when he's doing it, you almost sound like he's just he's just being himself and he's actually having a lot of fun. He's just being your best friend, Bill Murray. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Have you met my best friend, Bill Murray? <laughs> um, and I forget. Bill, what, come here. <laughs> I forget what happens like when they're getting that beehive down and like <laughs> he's like they're stinging me and he's like those are love stings or something like that. <laughs> and like I don't even know if they kept it in because I, I I heard that when I was watching behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. But, like such a Bill Murray thing to say. <laughs> um, yeah, that whole movie is just really cute. So I I do think it is Disney's best remake. I, hands down. Hands I, down. I can't I can't think of anything. But but yeah. To date, we have to add the to date because there's a lot of so there's a lot more, more remakes on the horizon. So much more coming. There's so, Beyonce on the horizon. Well, Beyonce I the, is coming. I'm just so afraid. <laughs> I love The Lion King. It's my fave. So the idea that they're doing a remake and is it CGI? It's going to be all CGI. I'm assuming. Well, after the success of of The Jungle Book, like I can't imagine that they it could would, do it for they sure. Could, they could do it. They and have, I'm not. We we have we have the power. <laughs> I'm trying really hard to be positive. Yeah. But I just, um, and my thing with Beyonce, like, you know, forgive me, all you beehivers out there, but uh, I don't care for her. <laughs> her old music I liked, her new music I don't care for, but I think it's just her as a person. I think she's, I think she's overhyped for what she is. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Uh, Have I don't... you met my other best friend, Beyonce? Beyonce, Beyonce, Bay. She's yeah, she talking here. shit. She was, no, I mean, I, to be fair, I'm just because I'm not a big fan. Uh, that's why I'm worried because they casted her as Nala, and I was like, I don't want her to be Nala. I'd but, rather Rihanna be Nala. You oh, know, Rihanna would be a great Nala. Yeah, you, you are right. Thank you. But <laughs> I would, I would have loved her as uh, um, <laughs> Sarabi. Sarabi. I would have loved her as Sarabi, not just because it's a, it's the queen element, but like. I, I think that they should expand Sarabi's role. Oh, for sure. They should have definitely like just like they did for uh for Mowgli's mom. The wolf, yeah, right? yeah. They should have expand. I, I really would have liked them to expand Sarabi's role. Will. And if you have Beyonce as mm-hmm. Sarabi, that's a good opportunity. Yeah. Well, yeah. well Again, when the same, but same, same. You know, if Beyonce is Nala, that means that Nala is going to have a bigger part to play because Beyonce mm-hmm. ain't signing on for some five minute I, like dipshit role. My so I want to be positive. My hope, and she's gonna sing. My hope for the live action Lion King is that they do expand the role just like they did in the Broadway because Nala sings a beautiful song on the Broadway and it's actually you know a lot of the background soundtrack of the Lion King like that you hear in the background yeah um a lot of those melodies are what were made into actual Broadway songs and Nala sings the the main one where it's um you know, do you remember that one? No, I don't. Okay. If, well, it's in the background of a lot of the scenes. Like yeah. when, when Simba and his dad are looking at the sky, like all those scenes in the movie. Yeah. Um, they, so they made that melody into a song about Nala when she's choosing to leave the pride to go look for help or to get away from Scar. Yeah. So she's singing about, I'll always love my pride, even nowhere, no matter where I go. So if they keep that song and Beyonce sings it for the movie, yeah. I think that's gold. I think that is going to work yeah. 100%. 
But only if they do it right. Yeah, because like in a, in a previous episode when we talked about Lion King, you said that Nala's sorry in the TV, sh- in, the TV <laughs> show, in the cartoon she just kind of she just uh, she just runs into Simba and you don't yeah, really know she where said she's, she's from looking for help. And then, but in the musical, you said that she she left on purpose. Yeah, in the in the Broadway, she purposely leaves because Scar wants to make her her queen, yeah. so she needs to His get queen. away. So she's like, "I will be not. I will not be your beard." Yeah, and like Scar, she's... if you want to fuck another male lion, you fuck your other male lion. <laughs> and, the, and and Simba has a great song in that one too, where um, it's you know in the movie after like him and Pumbaa and Timon kind of like are staring up at the sky, and he's like briefly reminded of his father, so he goes off by himself yeah so at that moment in the broadway he sings um about like father i can't find you and then it gets really hopeful at the end where it's like i know that the night is that will end or whatever it's really Mm -hmm. it's really good so uh, if they put these great songs that i grew up with um that i know are really epic into the movie i'm gonna really love that and i'm not gonna be able to say anything bad about it <laughs> so but we'd like to we would always would like to, to. Bitch about it, no matter so what. what else is on the horizon we have uh i have a whole list here so i mean some of them are are cool some of them are not oh me and so guys me and marina were on buzzfeed before we started recording this <laughs> as you do <laughs> as one is and we saw the first picture of the guy who's playing lee shang in mulan the live action version and, and your reaction, Stephanie, was... No! <laughs> no, we are not here to uh, shit on anybody, any actors. Uh, people do that all the time. That's what you know. What happened with Heath Ledger before he played the Joker. Mm-hmm. We're speaking purely from a... Fantasi- fantasy? <laughs> early childhood horny development. <laughs> and Lee Shang. As if you, if you listen to our Sexy Princes uh, episode. episode. Episode three, people. Neither of us chose Lee Shang but everybody chose Lee Shang. But this because I think ultimately we all choose Lee Shang. <laughs> yeah. We just wanted to talk about others and give them a chance <laughs> to be hot because Lee Shang is so sexy. And not that this guy's not sexy. All I saw was a headshot. But I, he, he, he just, looks like a twerpy like skate, sk- skater boy. Yeah, and you want like a you boy. want a man. I want a captain. You want yeah. I want you want someone to inspire Mulan. Yeah, someone to inspire her to fight. So this guy, just his one face picture didn't do it for me. But I mean, like we said, let us not go into these things with negative thoughts. Let us let's open our minds to the fact that maybe he'll get hotter. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll you never know. They'll add an, a man bun. Maybe it'll be cute. Mm-hmm. Cuz we know you put a man bun on anything, it'll be cute, right? Cute. Hipsters? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, okay, so I've got a list here of upcoming What is this? Remakes. What did you print it's, that black on black? I don't, I don't have time to <laughs> Don't ask. Her well, list is literally just like, hey, here's uh, some uh, some black writing on a dark gray background. I didn't have time to change, or more, I didn't know how to change the background. <laughs> Do I need to flashlight so, this for you? Here, yes. Okay, so we've got uh, Winnie the Pooh. That's coming out soon. Yeah, I saw the poster for that. Yeah, Ewan McGregor, I think it is. Who's in it? So they're just trying to do Paddington, but with Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> I'll right? watch That's... the Winnie the Pooh one. It's cute. It looks cute. Yeah. I w- I've never seen Paddington. <laughs> Sorry. Dumbo. They're making a new Dumbo. Crows included? <laughs> I, I hope it, so. Idris Elba is all of the crows. <laughs> That's how they're going to make um, it okay. Or uh, Chadwick <laughs> from Black Panther. Oh. Uh, okay, but here's... <laughs> we'll get to that in the racism episode, we'll which is get, next, we'll everybody. It. It's next. We'll get to it. Uh, we'll get to it, but... Uh, 
I love the crows from the from Dumbo. They're heroes in that movie. Don't forget. And I love their song. So moving on from that, let's. I hope they include them. Um, gonna get some hate mail. Aladdin is remake coming up. Uh, yeah, they ca- they cast every uh, they cast someone for Aladdin. I don't remember being being too impressed, but as yeah. we again learned from the hot Disney Princess episode, you uh, <laughs> you're like he's a 15 year old. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he's too young and, and he doesn't have nipples. Too, too stupid, for my opinion. Uh, the Lion King, Mulan, we talked about, and guess what? They're making another 101 Dalmatians remake. And I and I just what? I just <laughs> talked about how I liked the one that came out in the 90s. It wasn't great. <laughs> like it'll do it will compared do. to other remakes but the thing is is that there i think it, they might it might be called they might be taking the maleficent route and calling it cruella uh but it, it already is cruella i know that's the way what, that you described it that it was it was very much cruella to yeah. bill's movie oh we never talked about how terrible maleficent is either well, well how about we finish this list yeah sorry we'll go back into that god damn. no let's uh, not it's bad no we sh- we should definitely touch upon the other remakes that have already come out because okay. these ones are on the on the on their way uh over the next 10 years so so cruella starring an emma stone i heard hate it hate, hate that idea hate, hate it hate, hate it, it. Uh, I think, that's some, some, you know some that's some Cruella origin story that I don't need. As weird as I find Emma Stone, I think she could probably pull it off. No, I don't need my crew. I don't need Cruella Deville to be twenty five years old. Oh, you think it's gonna be a prequel? Yeah, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be oh. an origin story that like I just don't fucking. But if need. she's as much of a bitch when she's old as when she's young, maybe she's just it'll be hilarious. unless they have like Meryl Streep back in there doing doing her Devil Wears Prada all over all over uh, that yeah, Cruella like, Deville. I, could, I don't need I, like, I don't need that. it. Um, like, remember that one scene in 101 Dalmatians when she's there and she's like trying to sign them like a really large check to yes. buy the dogs? Yeah. And then and then they're like, he's like, we're not like selling them or whatever. And she's like, oh yeah, because you're going to make money off your songs. <laughs> <laughs> and, she's, she, she, and she laughs hysterically at her own joke. Yeah. And she's like, and like the cigarette ashes just go everywhere <laughs> yeah. and she's like lighting everything on fire. <laughs> I... I identify with Cruella DeVille. <laughs> I really, really think no she's one funny. gets Stephanie a dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, not with her actions, but this like is... her the fact that she's just such a bitch. <laughs> she's like, oh come now, Roger. Like you can't, you can't possibly afford this with your songs. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, so they're making another Robin Hood. It's gonna be called Nottingham and Hood or something. It yeah. better be the sexy fox that you love so much. Pantsless. <laughs> once again. It's, it better still be a, a, pa- a fox with no pants. Once again, listen to our Hottest Prince episode because <laughs> that's where we talk a little bit about how Marina loves a fox. <laughs> they draw them so sexy. <laughs> uh, Maleficent 2. Let's not forget about that. They're going to make another Snow White. They're going to make another Peter Pan, Pinocchio, The Sword in the Stone. Uh, another Peter Pan called Tink. They have made so many pans. They just made a movie called Pan with Hugh Jackman, and it wasn't good. And they again they cast they cast a white lady as Tiger Lily, and like I'm just like I <laughs> just, I am befuddled. They don't get it. <laughs> I am befuddled. They just don't Why get it. Do people get just st- stop stop making Peter Pan? Stop making the Sword in the Stone. Sword in the Stone is a King Arthur story. 
Uh, no, Guy so Ritchie not- just made a terrible King, another terrible King Arthur movie. Uh, Robin Hood, There's there's been like the Kevin Costner, ver- there's been version upon version and every single time they're so bad. To be fair, get I'm, different stories. I'm curious to see who they would cast as Merlin. I really, as Merlin? yeah, in my Disney rewatch, I really fell in love with Sword and Stone the way I never did when I was a kid. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, so I would love to see who they would cast as a Merlin. As long as it focused more on on Merlin and less so on, uh, on Baby Arthur. King Arthur, because like Baby King Arthur's not interesting. Maybe they will make him interesting. Okay, as long as they should... show me the, show me that Jack and the Beanstalk movie. All I right? never saw it. Yeah, <laughs> I want them to include Archimedes. As long as that owl is oh, in that movie, that's all I care that's about. Sexy, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> so we got so yeah another like you're right about Peter Pan. Like they're they've tried and tried and tried. There was one that came out in like 2000 or 2001 that I actually really liked. Do you mean finding? No, it was a Peter Pan movie. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was really well done. It was cute. Um, I the uh, what is his name? Um, Malfoy from Malfoy's father from Harry Potter. That that actor he yeah. played Hook. Oh. So anyway, it was it was really good. Um, Lady and the Tramp, Fantasia. Ooh, Fantasia. I like I like Fantasia. Fantasia is a live action. Why? I don't know. Oh, so it says Night on. Ooh, Night on Bald Mountain. So maybe it's about. This is Chernobyl or whatever his name is. Uh, Chernobog. What's his name? Chernobog. What did I say? Chernobyl. Chernobyl. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Good times. Uh, The Jungle Book again. (laughs) I don't know why it's on here again, but it is. Uh, The Little Mermaid. And another Snow White called Rose Red. Okay, so this is because Snow White had a sister in the fairy tale. Really? Yes. There's Snow White and Rose Red, and they were sisters. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. You know what? Maybe we should do a part two of fairy tales and original stories, because uh, I would love to get into the original Snow White story. Yeah, where, like, she tried, she almost got killed, like, seven times, and then finally didn't die. (laughs) Okay. And also how it was, like, a lot of, like, rapey subtext with the the dwarves. Yeah, I'd love to do another fairy tale episode. I thought that was really fun. Mm. Uh, Okay, so those are what's coming up. I think there's some potential here. I'm not against, once again, I'm not against remakes i'm just against them if they're shitty yeah not against remakes we're against bad movies yeah i'm against (laughs) or at least a movie that's like a remake that's more boring the original don't you want to take the original and be like this is something that we can do better live and that's why we're gonna do it yeah like disney you're remaking stories that you remade to begin with like this is not your property this is this is like it's it was free intellectual property. That's why these stories are made from these adapted from these fairy tales to mm-hmm. begin with. I mean, if you're gonna take original material that's not even your own material, like there, don't be afraid to go a little crazy with it. Yeah. Don't have to redo exactly what the cartoon did. That's why I didn't enjoy Beauty and the Beast because I was like, yeah, yeah, seen it before. Mm-hmm. Also, Emma Watson's annoying. So, <laughs> so let's do it better. Like the Jungle Book, yeah. take what's there and just like it better. Yeah, and it's not like they went completely crazy with it. They didn't. They they didn't redo the story. They didn't like, you know, like they didn't rewrite the Jungle Book itself. No, they fixed the ending a little bit. Yeah. They like gave characters a little bit more motivation. Yeah. and like that's it. And like they tweaked a couple of things. Like, well, like we said, cause now a woman. Like yeah. that's just a very small change that that I think was really good. Yeah. It ended up being wor- ended up working out for them. I mean, the idea of making a remake or to do a live action version of something, especially when it's like years and years later. Like the Jungle Book came out in like '66 or something. So then the new Jungle Book came out. In in 2016 so that's like a huge 50 year 50, 60 year jump 
Mm-hmm. Um, but now they have so much more audience to give the movie out to, right? Yeah. Before they only had domestic, but now they have a whole other reach. Yeah. So I'm glad that they're redoing Mulan with hopefully only all Asian cast. And the fact that Mowgli was like the only human there and it was an East Indian boy. Like, mm-hmm. I think those are great. And Aladdin, hopefully, will not be too whitewashed. We don't know. Uh, you never know. With Jake Gyllenhaal playing the lead role. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in post-apocalyptic Agrabah. <laughs> yeah. Conspiracies, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming, guys. We're all coming. Uh, so, yeah. We're so all I, coming here. <laughs> they're coming to us. So, so yeah. We mentioned Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, this Jungle Book. But do you remember? Another Cinderella. Oh, right. No, the, the other one. <laughs> oh. Do you remember that there was, they had already done a live action Jungle Book back in the 90s? And it was not no. good at all. No, it was almost... Is Disney powerful enough that it buried another movie in my brain? <laughs> uh, this one, I don't know if it was theaters. I think it It might... It, I think it was. It, it followed the same idea where, like, Shere Khan killed Mowgli's father. And so he ended up living in the woods. And then he grows up. It's more about him as an adult. Ew. Yeah. Um, he, he meets this English woman named Catherine, I think her name was. And she's engaged to the guy from... The guy who played Robin Hood in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Carrie, Carrie Elways. El- yeah, yeah. Elways. So he was he plays... still hot at this point or no? Yeah, he was still. He was okay. like his prime, like the nineties. So he plays the bad guy, and so Mowgli's grown up, and like it's it's a so it's a Tarzan between... movie. Yeah, it's, it's Tarzan but Jungle Book, yeah. and he and the the animals don't talk. Um, and he like yeah has to choose between living with you know white culture or into the the jungle. So that and, that the, and the lead person who plays Mowgli is it a person of is it an East Indian? Person? It is, it is. Okay, <laughs> I think <laughs> he's Asian. I, so yeah. Okay. So so yeah. So there was one of those. If you remember it, remember Pete's Dragon came out recently. I do, so we talked about this before. Mm. I did not. I have not seen Pete's Dragon. It is on Netflix, and I've heard really good things about it. I never saw it either. I'm not interested. I don't even. I didn't even know. I don't think I saw the original cartoon. I didn't. I didn't see the original cartoon. I I well yeah, I didn't see the original cartoon when I was growing up. So I okay. didn't really have like a nostalgic touch point to to watch yeah Pete's so Dragon. there's another remake that i'm sure was nice but not as good we're both neither of us have seen it but we're pretty sure it's terrible yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to see it i don't know yeah and we've talked about maleficent before we haven't been very nice to maleficent <sighs> angelina so jolie bad. was uh the best choice to play her obviously she's so beautiful and like yeah. she has that intensity but once again, me oh and you God. felt left down by Maleficent because it just wasn't the story we wanted it to tell. No, like, I don't need, like, yeah, okay, we've touched upon this before, but, yeah. like, we just don't need her to have, like, a rape backstory in order to, to give her a motivation to be evil. Like, evil should be just for evil's sake sometimes. She wasn't even evil. She was, like, pissed off, and then she was okay. And, yeah, she was pissed off for, like, a second, like, kidnapped a baby, and then fell in love with Snow White, and, like, everything was fine. Like, I just I really wanted her what, to be what was the What was the character arc there? Like, she's like, I might kill her, but then she's like, nah, she's fine. Yeah, so if that's what they're going to be doing for, like, these other films, like Cruella or whatever, I don't I don't know if I can no. be on board with that. No. But, um, whatever. They're I mean, doing a second why, one, so. where's my Where's my Hades movie? So yeah, where's, I need, yeah, I need that Hades. I need, <laughs> J- well, actually, James Woods is, like, a big problem right now. He's, like, a huge Trump supporter. But, yeah. like, I need James Woods to come be, like, the, the double dealing. I wanted, to, you know what I wanted as a TV show? Yeah. It's, like, Hades, like, trying to make deals and, like, and then constantly being, like, ah, foiled again by those meddling kids. Those, those <laughs> children. 
Yeah. Okay. And then I just, I really quickly, I want to do a shout out to something that I don't think a lot of people would know. And that's the parent trap. And the parent <gasps> trap is 100% a remake. It's from, a remake. It's a remake. Here's a, here's a fun fact. In the 60s, there was a very popular young actress named Haley Mills. And she did Pollyanna and the parent trap with Disney, but almost pretty much back to back. And the parent trap in the 60s uh, is exactly the same as the Lindsay Lohan version in the 90s except purer <laughs> and not with that sad backstory of knowing what became of Lindsay Lohan um, so obviously they're like the parent trap would be so different now if, if they just had cell phones oh for sure <laughs> and also like ruin a movie with a cell phone that's I, gonna be our next topic <laughs> I like I like both those movies yeah but when I really think about it what are, oh wait and then Lindsay Lohan did Herbie Fully Loaded which is also a Disney movie yeah okay alright I see I see your game Lindsay Right? So so the thing about the parent trap is when I watch them, I'm like, these parents are the fucking worst. Who would just abandon one kid? It's not like puppies and you're like just breaking them up. Yeah. This is your twin. These are your daughters. Yeah. And they're just like, who gets what in a divorce? They're Oh, it's fine. They're twins. It'll be the same. Right? <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, whatever. So in the first one, um, the same shenanigans happen. They fight at camp. They don't get along, but then they find out that they are strange twins. So then they make the swap to try to get their parents back together. Um, I don't know the names of the actors or the that played the parents, but they were delightful. Um, my whole childhood, I thought the the guy who played the dad was Baloo's voice. It turns out I was wrong, but <laughs> I liked thinking that. <laughs> no, he wasn't your best friend, Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the mother was really funny. Not, I think. I think the parents in the newer, the remake, were yeah. better. Yeah. But maybe it's because I knew them, like Dennis Quaid and yeah. Um, Natasha. Poor, yeah, and poor, Hensbridge. you know, rest in peace yeah. to... Natasha Hensbridge or something. She was married to Liam Neeson. Yes. The, yeah. So it's just another case. Like, it's a good a story that you could tell again, for sure. They added different, like, pranks. They added different elements in yeah. the newer one. Um, but still, I'm... both of them are enjoyable. Yeah. So I mean, I can't lie. I did get, like, a, the ear-piercing idea from the parent trap. <laughs> from I, the second. One. I did. I did pierce my own ear using well, an ice cube and, a, and an apple. <laughs> what's interesting is that in so in the new one, uh, Lindsay Lohan's characters are eleven. Yeah. Um, but in the '60s version, they're young. They're teenagers. They're like fourteen or fifteen. So oh. they have during the camp scene, they have like um, a girl boy dance Yo. or something at the end of camp. Intrigue. And one of the one of the pranks that they do to um, end up, you know, how they go into isolation camp together. Yeah. Um, the one girl. So so she's out. She's talking to the her date to the boy um, out on the like terrace. And the other girl because and because they, she had pranked her unknown sister, she wasn't allowed to go. So while she's talking to this guy on the deck, she goes up behind her and cuts the back of her dress off. <gasps> and so she walks back on the dance floor and her underwear is showing. So like, and everyone sees. <laughs> Pearl clutching in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> so then they have this huge like fight. Like they physically fight each other. And what? that's why they get put into isolation. So it's just, it's almost. That's so unladylike. I kind of like it better that they are older yeah. in those movies. And yeah. like, it makes more sense that like a 14 or 15 year old will pull off that kind of, that kind of, yeah, those, those twin shenanigans than an 11 year old. But yeah. I mean, I mean, there you go. So just, just interesting. Just very, very interesting. And they also have a musical number in that one. 
one. They so had Parent Trap is your favorite Disney remake. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. No, it's so not. The, I like the one the we cover. The ones we we intended to cover were the ones that went from cartoon to movie. And yes. Like, which yes. And I just wanted to do a call out that that is a, actually a, re- a remake. You just wanted to humble brag about how much you know about Disney. I mean, that's what this whole podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just an ego boost. I, there's for no Stephanie. humble in it. I 100 percent know a lot about Disney, so I wanted to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, go watch the old, the old Haley Mills Parent Trap, people. It's cute. So, uh, do you have anything else to say about remakers? Uh, just make Mulan good. Make it good. Make Mulan good. Make, make Shang, Shang Li hot. Li Shang. Li Shang, oh god. Shang Li, it's late. Yeah, it is late. Uh, also, I really, just please don't fuck up The Lion King. I really want to see it, and I don't want to be disappointed. And who wants to walk into something with, like, that kind of dread? Like, I just, please make it good. Uh, the final, final thought. Uh, Stephanie's wrong about Beyonce, and she doesn't mean any of it. Beyonce, <laughs> please don't do anything to hurt us. Okay, okay, okay bye. Love you, bye. Beyonce, you can do better than Jay-Z. If he's cheating on oh, you, like... Oh, no! <laughs> if he's cheating on you, like you said in that album, just leave him. You don't need the money. Just go. Just... Run! No one... Escape! <laughs>